Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. Hi guys. In this episode, we are talking about desserts and cakes, but I wanted to take it a step further and make it about food allergies as well. So we are going to be reading a story about a boy who finds out how to make the perfect cupcake for him with a tree nut allergy. And we're also going to give you a recipe that is a allergy-free recipe. It's using Oreo cookies, which by themselves are gluten-free, nut-free, dairy-free. Um, and also they, we use milk, but you can use any kind of milk. It doesn't have to be cow's milk. It could be oat milk, almond milk, whatever your milk preference is. And those are the only two ingredients that you can use. It's usually an allergy safe for most of the major food allergies. But again, before you make any of this or do anything, please talk to your parents first because we want to be safe. Okay, guys, enjoy. I'll also quickly mention that we use the gluten-free Oreo cookies in our recipe. Hello! <laughs> Hello, guys. We are back with another episode of Sleepyhead Stories this week. Yay! And this week is all about what? Food. Food. What kind of food? Food. <laughs> what did we just make? Food. Oh my god. Guys, this episode is all about Food. cake, Food. desserts, Food. sweets, Food. the things we all love, right? Food. Or Conchetta calls it food. To her, it's food. Because <laughs> she loves it so much. Anything edible is food. Yes. So we have a special recipe. That's only how many ingredients, Cheddar? Two, if you don't count, like, mixing it and stuff. Yeah, mixing doesn't count. Just the actual ingredients is only two. And it's not really a... It's, it's, it's a tiny little, like, cake inside of a mug. Yes. So we... Conchetta's going to tell you how to make this two-ingredient cake, and I promise you it's super good. I promise, I promise. Right? Mommy hasn't tried it yet. I tried it, yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. When? The last time we made it. This is our second tried, time making it. You, you tried it? I thought I ate it all. No, I took a bite. All right, tell them how to make it. So you need a mug. Yeah, you need a mug or a coffee cup, a mug. Yep. Something that can go in the microwave, so some type of mug. Yeah. And um, it can't be a plastic cup, though, because that'll, like... Right, it has to go something in the microwave, so I get your parents to help you before you do any of this. I think, like, putting... I think that's just, like, common sense. Um, <laughs> so you need a mug, and you need to put four Oreos in the mug. Four what? Talk a little... Four Oreos in the mug. Yes, four Oreo a, cookies. And then you need to get a mug. I need... 
You need to get a mug. To, you need to get um a fork to crush up the Oreos, like super, super, super small, like a size of like a tiny crumb. Okay, and, and right, you're gonna smash up the four Oreos. Yeah. Make them and crumbly. Then, and then you get um, some like normal milk, not oat milk, like normal milk. Milk, just not oat milk. Okay, and you get like regular milk. You can use oat milk if you want or almond milk, but or but you're supposed to really use regular milk. But if you can't have regular milk because some people are allergic, you can use any other kind of milk, right? And then what do you do? Well, I'm not that smart. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> How much milk? Like two. You could do like one little splash, or you could do two splashes if you want. My mom does like 50 million splashes. No, I did. So I did like one or two splashes and the measurement would be maybe a tablespoon of milk, two tablespoons of milk. Okay, people aren't that smart. If you're not in the United States and you don't use tablespoons, I would say it's probably like 20 milliliters of Mom, people milk. aren't that smart. Let's just continue. They are that smart. Whatever. I'm not that smart. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> so smart. you give this two splashes of milk, and then what do you do? And then you, like, crush it up again to make it look like cake batter, kind of. Yes. Like a cake. And then you put it in the microwave for exactly one minute. Not two minutes, one minute, because it'll get too hot. And then um, I would let it cool off for about maybe, like, five not ten not above ten minutes maybe like five minutes or so that's how long i waited yeah i think that's perfect and and then you eat it and so guys it makes it turns the oreo cookie once you get the cookie like a batter with the milk we used also instead of a fork we also used a a whisk like something we use to whisk eggs and it really makes it like a fluffy chocolate cake Chet is taking a bite. This is not our first time, by the way. Is it good? Thumbs up? Thumbs up, guys. Two thumbs up. It's her favorite dessert to eat nowadays. It's so easy. We thought we'd share it with you. Make sure you get your parents' help. She's dancing as she's eating it. So there you go, guys. This is the dessert episode. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun making it, guys. Okay, bye. Bye. My Perfect Cupcake, a recipe for thriving with food allergies. Written by Rebecca Green, illustrated by Rebecca Sinclair. To my family and friends who have struggled with food allergies, May this book inspire meaningful discussion about this relatable yet often overlooked topic. Dylan loved fresh baked cupcakes from his neighborhood bakery. He went every week and ordered all kinds, chocolate, strawberry, banana, and lemon swirl. One day, Dylan tried the bakery's newest flavor, butter pecan. It tasted yummy. But then something strange happened. Splotchy red hives appeared all over his face. His throat started to itch. His stomach felt crampy. Dylan's mom raced him to the doctor. 
He told Dr. Garcia what happened after he ate the butter pecan cupcake. The doctor gave Dylan a skin allergy test to see if he was allergic to any foods. The test felt like little prickles on his back. Dylan, you have a food allergy, Dr. Garcia said after she saw the test results. You're allergic to pecans and several other tree nuts. From now on, you can't eat anything with tree nuts. But what about bakery cupcakes, Dylan asked. I am very sorry, Dylan. No more cupcakes from the bakery, Dr. Garcia replied. But why can't I eat a different flavor, like banana, Dylan asked. People working in bakeries try to be careful, explained Dr. Garcia, but sometimes a spoon meant for the butter pecan batter might accidentally be used to stir banana batter. A few nuts may get mixed in by mistake. Even one tree nut could make you very sick. Dr. Garcia handed Dylan's mom some emergency allergy medicines. Dylan should always keep these with him in case he accidentally eats something with tree nuts, she explained. Dylan's eyes filled with tears. No more yummy bakery cupcakes and I have to bring medicine with me everywhere. Food allergies are not fair, he cried. His mom put a comforting arm around him. On the way home, Dylan had an idea. If the bakery cupcakes he loved were no longer safe, maybe he could make his own perfect cupcake, one that would be super delicious and nut-free. Back home, Dylan hurried to the kitchen to find his mom's baking cookbooks. Some of the cupcake recipes used tree nuts, but he finally found one that didn't. These banana cupcakes will taste just like my favorite ones from the bakery, he told his mom. Dylan gathered the ingredients. Flour, butter, milk, eggs, sugar, mashed bananas, and no tree nuts. Dylan mashed. Bananas splattered on the ceiling. Dylan stirred. Gooey batter landed on the cat. Dylan mixed. Flour stuck to his hair. Finally, the batter was ready. Dylan carefully poured it into the cupcake pan. His mom put the pan in the oven. Dylan watched and waited. The timer chimed. The cupcakes were done. The sweet aroma of bananas filled the kitchen. Dylan could hardly wait to taste them. Dylan took a big bite of warm cupcake. Hmm, but then he frowned. These are not as good as the bakery banana cupcakes, Dylan groaned. But it's a good start, said his mom. Maybe you can try a different recipe next time. They're not the perfect cupcakes yet, but they will be, Dylan promised. The next day at school, Dylan's teacher, Miss Hamilton, made a big announcement. It's the 100th day of school. 
So let's celebrate with the party, Miss Hamilton said. Let's all bring in a homemade treat and we will vote for our favorite one. Please remember that we have students with food allergies and we are also a nut-free school, so make sure to bring a list of ingredients. After school, Dylan asked his teacher for a list of everyone's food allergies. I want my treats to be safe for everyone in the class, he explained. Thank you for including everyone, Dylan, Miss Hamilton said. In our class, we have kids with allergies to peanuts, cow's milk, wheat, soy, and eggs, and you're allergic to tree nuts. That's a lot of allergies, Dylan replied, feeling better that he wasn't the only one with an allergy. Dylan decided to bake a delicious cupcake that everyone in his class could eat. Back home, he searched the internet for the perfect recipe. Was there one without peanuts, cow's milk, wheat, soy, eggs, or tree nuts? Yes, there was. Dylan read the ingredients to his mom. Sugar, gluten-free flour, baking soda, vinegar, oil, salt, dairy-free chocolate chips, vanilla, and no tree nuts. Dylan mixed and stirred. He carefully poured the batter. A chocolatey aroma filled the house. Flowery cat footprints did as well. The next day, everyone brought their sweets to the party. Dylan proudly displayed his cupcakes and Miss Hamilton announced that they were safe for everyone in the class. The kids filled their plates with the tasty treats. Soon, Dylan's cupcakes were all gone. It was time to vote for the winner. Would it be the dirt cake, the chocolate pudding cake with strawberry frosting, the stacked sponge cake with maple syrup, lime jello mold, chocolate chip cookies, or Dylan's allergy safe cupcakes. Miss Hamilton counted the votes. She left the room and came back with a prize bag. And our winner is Dylan, she announced. Your chocolate cupcakes were safe for the entire class and they were incredibly delicious. Dylan beamed as Miss Hamilton handed him the prize. Wow, a baker's hat, Dylan said. Awesome. It even has my name. His classmates crowded around him. Hooray for Baker Dylan, they cheered. Dylan felt happy and proud, knowing that he had finally baked the perfect cupcake. The end, guys. And in the back of the book here, the author has a recipe for these cupcakes, the Allergy Safe Chocolate Cupcakes with Vegan Vanilla Buttercream. 
I will post this recipe on our Instagram and our Facebook pages for you to see if you want to make them. And also the author has some food for thought conversation starters. So in the beginning, how did we learn that Dylan was having an allergic reaction? Well, right after, if you remember, he ate the butter pecan pancake, he started to get a rash on his face, his throat itched, and his stomach started to hurt, right? And how does Dylan react when the doctor tells him that he has a food allergy? How do you think he feels? So after he's told he has a food allergy and he can no longer eat the cupcakes from his favorite bakery, Dylan's pretty sad. He feels frustrated that he can't go back, right, to his uh, favorite spot. And do you yourself have a food allergy? And if so, how do you feel about it? And what do you do to feel safe, right? So we in this house don't have any food allergies, but we have a family member that has the same exact food allergy as Dylan and found out in a very similar way. She ate a cashew nut and had the same reaction as Dylan and actually had to go to the hospital. And so now she cannot eat tree nuts just like Dylan. And we make special desserts and things like that for her when we see her. It's Conchetta's cousin. So what is one thing that you can do to help a friend who has a food allergy? So like I said, you can bring them treats that they can eat, right? Or you can help out if you're out at a restaurant or out somewhere where there's food that you're not familiar with. You can just make sure you're watching that your friend doesn't accidentally eat something they shouldn't, right? And lastly, how can you help make your classroom safer for kids who have food allergies? So Conchetta's been in several different schools and some schools were like Dylan's school in the story where you can bring in homemade treats, but they had to be nut-free. It was a nut-free school, so none of the treats could have nuts in them, but they could have other ingredients, but just not nuts. Uh, so Conchetta's been in schools like that. That's one way to keep kids with nut allergies safe, but some kids have allergies to other things, right? So Conchetta's been in schools that don't allow homemade treats, right? Because homemade treats, you don't really know what's in them. I mean, you can say what's in them, but you don't know for sure that it's 100% safe. So she's been in schools that only allow store-bought treats and cupcakes that have a seal or a sticker on them that say nut-free, dairy-free, gluten-free. But sometimes that can be hard for parents to find, correct? So Conchetta's, her last school she went to was a completely food and treat free school for birthdays and parties and things. You could not bring in anything edible, which at first sounds disappointing, right? Because we all love treats, but it also made parents and kids get really creative when they celebrate birthdays and parties and things. And so Conchetta's received stuff like really cool pencils and notepads, um, bouncy balls to play with, funny plastic glasses or hats instead of treats that we can eat. 
They did allow uh, things like lollipops and candies like that that have no allergens in them. But for the most part, you know, we had to get creative. And for Valentine's Day, instead of giving uh, candies and chocolates, Conchetta gave squeaky little rubber duckies. So there are things we can do to still celebrate special events and keep our friends in the classroom with food allergies safe. Okay, guys. That was the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed and try to make that Oreo mug cake. It really is good, I promise. All right, have a great day and a great night and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Sleepyhead Stories. Yes, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Please keep sending in your shout outs and remember to subscribe to this podcast so you get notifications every time we release a new episode. Please do. <laughs> Please do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day or a great night and we will talk to you in the next episode. Episode. Bye. Bye. Have to have.